It's Word of the Day on the Empathic Mastery Show. Welcome. I'm your host, Jennifer Moore, and I'm so glad you're here. Word of the Day episodes are short and sweet. I offer my perspective as a mentor, teacher, and healer for other highly sensitive and empathic women. I take one concept and unpack it for you. Then, I ask questions to help you find your truth. So, without any further ado, let's talk about today's word. Today's word is compromise. I've been thinking about compromise lately and how not all compromises are created equal. Some compromises have little consequence or impact. We agree to something different than we thought we wanted, and by the time we finish the peanut butter and jelly sandwich instead of the turkey sandwich, we're fine. No harm, no foul. Some compromises may require more accommodation, but do not affect the quality of our life at all. Some compromises require sacrifice and have an impact on our lives. For example, there are the low-ticket compromises that have no impact on our lives. There's no lasting effect when there's a sporting event, a YouTube video of meditation music, or a Good Witch episode streaming on in the background. Sure, I'd prefer the latter two, but it's no big deal to put on headphones and ignore a football game. This is an insignificant compromise. Another example is when I bought my car. My heart was set on a champagne gold paint job, but this would have meant waiting for weeks, if not months, for it to be special ordered and then delivered to the dealership. However, I could drive off the lot with the same exact model in a deep eggplant color that day. I opted for the purple car, which, in many ways, has actually felt like a better color choice for me in the long run. There are the compromises that have impact but allow a win-win situation. For the last two years, a live in-person event I attend has been converted into a virtual one. All of us regulars love to connect, to enjoy a meal, to tell juicy stories, and to share soul-touching hugs. However, due to the pandemic, gathering in person has been a risk the host has been unwilling to take. She could have postponed or canceled until further notice. Instead, she took it online. The upside is that this compromise allowed many people to join us who wouldn't have been able to afford the extra time, the hassle of traveling, or the cost of room and board and transportation, as well as three to five days away from their family and the comfort of their own bed. Then there are the compromises that feel more like a surrender. I'm talking about the kind where everyone needs to give a little. Sometimes they need to give a lot. A perfect example of this would be the visitation schedule with kids. More often than not, neither parent gets to have it on their terms. Negotiating for Thanksgiving with grandparents in another state means your ex gets the kids for Christmas Day. We make compromises and substitutions in all areas of our lives. We can't get the brand of protein powder, laundry detergent, or toilet paper we prefer, so we accept the best available alternatives. We have to set up a regular meeting time that includes people in multiple locations. Perhaps we're a morning person, but half the group lives in time zones with four to six hours difference, so we find a time that works better for all involved. We prefer walks on the beach and a bowl of soup at home. Our partner likes mountain biking and grabbing takeout to eat on the summit. One day, they agree to walk the ocean shore. Another day, we put on our bike helmet and join them on the trails. 
A compromise I lived with for decades involved music. One thing I can tell you after working in a collaborative space with other people for over 20 years is that nearly everyone has an opinion about music. Most people think their music is awesome while other people's music sucks. Truth be told, I tolerated a lot of music I didn't like. However, this was a compromise I was willing to make because the benefits of working in a space I'd poured my heart and soul into that allowed me to serve my clients with ease and support outweighed the bouts of hectic guitar solos and shrieking punk rants. It did have a price. Instead of listening to enjoyable music, I learned to tune it out. Where I used to love listening to all kinds of music, I rarely seek it out anymore. The effort it took to ignore death metal demanded constant energy. Over time, this became exhausting. This was a compromise that was worth it until it no longer was. Now, you may be wondering, where does being highly sensitive and empathic come into this question? In my experience, it shows up in three interesting ways. One, since we can sense the desire of the other person, we're more quickly to compromise than your average muggle. We feel good when other people feel good. So, we make choices so we can avoid disappointing others. Two, most empathic people I know struggle with people-pleasing. We put other people's needs before our own. We're more susceptible to acquiescing without even considering what we actually want. We can be particularly remiss at advocating for ourselves. Three, empaths frequently feel the needs, the urgency, and the burdens of the world. We often take responsibility for problems way above our pay grade. Making compromise our default is understandable. The challenge is that when we always make a beeline to meet the other person's needs, we rarely consider what long-term effects they will have on us. I recorded this Empathic Mastery Show episode because I believe we are better served when we make deliberate choices, weigh the pros and cons, and negotiate as opposed to letting compromise become our go-to behavior. If an agreement starts where the benefit outweighs the cost, over time, this can change. So when it comes to compromise, I think it's really important to reevaluate whether the terms of agreement work for us on a regular basis. It helps to consider the question, is this still worth the cost? Does this compromise continue to be worth the effort I'm putting in? In the case of my former brick-and-mortar business, I revisited this question frequently. I considered the benefits and the deficits. For many years, I continued to choose to stay in a space I loved while I put up with music I didn't love. It wasn't until the urge became too strong to ignore to pivot, to write my book Empathic Mastery, and to move from face-to-face -face service to creating the Empathic Mastery Academy, that the price of this compromise became more than I wanted to pay. Some compromises take energy. Where football versus Goodwitch requires very little skin in the game, there is a tax to tolerating something day in, day out. To show up and overlook an irritation or frustration needs diligence. Willingness to accept something that's less than aligned takes its toll. Keeping the lid on requires exertion. What I've noticed is when we try to keep the lid on one thing, it often means the lid gets kept on a lot of other things too. 
You can't keep something tamped down in one area of life without it affecting other aspects of your life too. There's a price to compromise. There's a price to tolerating what you don't want. Depending on the situation, a variable degree of effort, energy, and resources goes into it. But in addition to the costs we recognize when dealing with whatever compromise we make, there are also the costs that we're not aware of. I knew that listening to music I didn't love was tiring and often somewhat irritating. I did not realize how profoundly it would affect my relationship with music long term. Whatever we accept, tolerate, put up with, or ignore affects other aspects of our life. This is why it's incredibly important to circle back and reconsider our choices on a regular basis. I invite you to check in about the areas of your life where you are making compromises and whether they're still worth it. So my question to you right now is, are you making compromises in your life? Chances are the answer is yes. You probably are in some place because you're a human who lives around other people. I'm imagining there's some place where you've had to negotiate and make compromises. But what aspects of your life require you to make compromises that take their toll on you? What is the cost of those compromises? Does the benefit actually outweigh the cost? Also, what are the hidden costs that you may not be as conscious of that are affecting you? How much effort and energy does it take for you to tolerate and accept this compromise? How much effort and energy does it take for you to tolerate and accept this compromise? How is this affecting you? How is it still worth it? So I would love to hear what you have to say about all of this. What are examples of your no-consequence compromises? What are examples of one you're paying a high price for? Please leave a comment or drop me a message. Then, until next Word of the Day episode, I'm wishing you peace, I'm wishing you ease, and I am especially wishing you compromises that are worth it and the ability to jettison from all of the ones that no longer serve you. As we come to the end of this episode, I'd love to hear what you're taking from this show. Please jump over to EmpathicMasteryShow.com to leave your comments. In the show notes, you'll find a link to grab your copy of My Empathic Safety Guide, Three Basics for Finding Calm in the Eye of the Storm. And while you're there, please subscribe and follow this show. And thank you for your help sharing this show with the people who need it. Please help me to spread the word and send this podcast to friends or family members who need support living as highly sensitive empathic people. Then join me again when the next Empathic Mastery Show airs. Okay, one last time. Hop over to EmpathicMasteryShow.com for your empathic safety guide. And until next show, shine on. We need you and your gifts here on this planet. So please don't judge your empathic rainbow by colorblind standards.